Flying Pairs New York City headquarters, I'm Adam Teeter. And I'm Joanna Sherino. And in Seattle, Washington, I'm Zach Chabal. And it's the Vine Pair Friday podcast. What up, good people? Hello. Yeah. Grand Risings. TGIF. Grand Risings. <laughs> that is a reference I do not get. <laughs> yeah, what is it from? So uh, there is a really nice person in the beverage industry. Uh, who I will not name his name, but every time he emails me, he says, Grand Risings, Adam. <laughs> and I kind of like love it as a salutation. I don't really understand what it means. <laughs> Grand Risings, like let's rise. Yeah. But I kind of dig it. I like it. Um, yeah. So Grand Risings. And uh, how's everybody doing? <laughs> we doing well? I feel like a good? thing we haven't talked about on the show doing in a while, well. and I'm now immediately curious is, Adam, what are you watching? Oh, what am I watching? Do you watch in the summer or is summer not TV time for you? I watch still sometimes. Um, so well, it's I, like what? What? It's like summer vacation. You take off from school and you don't watch TV. Yeah. I don't know. It's like we, we work. You guys, you guys, I have a reading list to get through. Summer. I have a reading list to get through. Okay, <laughs> I got my, my book it here to go. I'm gonna get my free pizza. Um, I loved book it. So on my own, because uh, Nami was not into it, I have been watching We Own the City. We just finished it. I have two more episodes to go. Is it amazing? This is like the it's wire really intense. It's so of, depressing. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really depressing. Yeah, it's the David Simon like you know he came went back to Baltimore to deal yeah. with the okay. corruption and of course, police like, corruption. Yeah, and of course like every single review you you read about it's like it's an amazing show. Just really sad that literally nothing has changed in that city since he wrote The Wire twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just the same. Um, and then Naomi and I are watching Stranger Things. Oh, we haven't watched yet. And like. It's it's fun. Like I I, I get that there's people who have issues with it this season. Like why they keep going. The kids are so much older. Like just the actors are a lot older looking. Um, but it's fun. It's just a fun show. Like I, you know, we'll finish it and I'll be like, that was great. And then I we've already talked about this, but I think the best show I watched in the last few months was Hacks, and it just got renewed. I haven't seen the latest season, but the first one was awesome. Yeah, the second one's even better. Mm-hmm. And it, but it's and you know it's. It's very well done, and uh, I'm very happy to hear that it's renewed because it 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 has an ending in the second season that like you're unsure what's going to happen, and I was hoping and like right when it ended they it still hadn't been renewed, mm-hmm. so people were like, "Don't do this to us." Yeah. Um, but it's really good. It's really good. Uh, what about you guys? What are you guys watching? I this um a few weekends ago, Evan and I watched the show called and it's called K Food Show: A Nation of Broth. What and is it's, this? It's this Korean food show. Okay, it's incredible. On what? On Netflix, and it kind of. I mean, it's on Netflix now. I don't know if it's older than that, but it's it's awesome. Um, it's these three Korean actors, um, and they go around the country. Uh, trying different like regional broth based soups. <laughs> really, <laughs> it's amazing. It's so cool. I, I'm just struck by the fact that there was. I think it's. It may have been apocryphal, but there was apparently a time when like the most popular show. I would say in somewhere in Scandinavia, maybe Finland, was all about like stacking wood to build fires, and you would just, people <laughs> just watch this guy build like fires for hours. This has a little bit of that vibe to me. I'm was sorry. Was it New Scan Cooking? Because I loved that show. <laughs> no. I was a big fan. No, we just saw it and we were like, oh man, this looks so good. I highly recommend. I mean, there's a lot of like, you know, um, butchery and things like that. So maybe not great for Naomi. Naomi. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, such a wonderful show. Um, Highly recommend. I'm telling you, man, like 
this is why Josh has this massive prediction that he thinks one of the biggest spirits in the next 10 years in the U.S. is going to be soju. Mm-hmm. Because it's just we've had this slow trickling of Korean pop culture coming into this country in many, many forms. And yeah. obviously the Korean popula- American population is growing. It's just like it feels like that could be a big spirit very soon in the I mean, US. it's massive around the world, massive right? Massive around the so, world, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about like broth cocktails. I thought we were going there. <laughs> oh, those are no. happening too, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Zach? What are you watching? Um, well, I, I was going to say, it's funny. The, the two things that, uh, the thing that I've watched with Caitlin relatively recently is we watched um, Human Resources, which is the like spinoff of Big Mouth uh, from Netflix. And I think oh, we had, yeah, yeah. We had a sort of hot take that we actually, I think, like it better than Big Mouth, honestly. Um, I think there's a thing about Big Mouth that has like, it, it, it's maybe just kind of gotten to a point where they've kind of done what they can do with the characters. And yeah. They have more coming and we'll probably see it, but it's kind of like you run into this issue sometimes with like shows about kids or teenagers where it's kind of like, okay, how much drama can really happen to them without it feeling kind of preposterous. And the show is already pretty preposterous, but the, the <laughs> adult adults can get themselves into, you know, all kinds of ridiculous situations that um, teenagers may not be able to quite manage yet. And then the thing I'm watching on my own is um, I got tipped off to a show that I'm surprised I wasn't aware of before, uh, which is called The Expanse, which is a sort of like sci-fi oh, yeah. um, show that started in, I think it first the first episodes ran in like 2015 or 2016. It just wrapped up its sixth season run recently. So I'm just now getting into it. But uh, it's got like two elements that I love. One is it's got like your sci-fi noir detective uh, storyline, which uh-huh. I'm always a sucker for. And then also you're kind of like, mysterious uh weapon of incredible power um storyline um both of which i kind of enjoy so um yeah it's cool it's got a little like firefly vibes with some like space detritus deal and also some high-tech stuff it's fun um very cool wait one other thing that we've been watching keeping up with is the boys do you guys watch that i watched the Uh, first season and i sort of have the second and third on my radar but just kind of didn't get to it yet it's like a anti-superhero superhero show it's it's, oh, it's really good it's, it's pretty like whacked out yeah <laughs> um and inappropriate but really really great oh that's so good I recommend it. so it's we all know it's summer it's friday in the summer and uh you know i'm, I'm curious do either of you like before we start recording and talking about this like my my father-in-law Every summer, his like drink is like he wants to have a blue moon with an orange slice. Like that's what he wants. Josh was saying, you know, he has like a Tommy's margarita to kick off the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys have like a thing? Have you ever had a thing? You know, that's like this is my summer drink. Or did you ever did you ever have a summer where it was? And I think as we've discussed, you can't say rosé because like <laughs> it has to be like uh, unless unless you were a whispering angel person, right? And that's all you drank. Um, do you did you ever have like a summer thing? I had a sangria phase for sure, like a summer sangria phase. Wow, cool. Josh did too. Interesting. So, so you would just like make up your first big batch of the season and Oh, I it was like like as soon as the like because I always liked white sangria better than red sangria. Yeah. Um. And so, like, as soon as the farm markets here started having like stone fruits and berries and stuff, yeah. No, it was like I would make. I would. There were definitely like summers where like I basically had a sangria solera in my fridge like it was just oh, constantly getting replenished uh until like i was like oh this fruit looks rough so we're gonna we're gonna start over again um, yeah amazing. i had a couple of sangria summers for sure okay i don't think i ever did i mean i i know rosé doesn't count i think before vine pear it was like 
I wouldn't drink rosé until it was actually summer, summer or warm out, and now we drink it so much earlier. Yeah, <laughs> earlier here, um, but or all year round, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I don't think I ever did. What about you, Adam? I mean, yeah. Besides rosé, I never like had an Aperol spritz phase. I like Aperol spritzes, but I never was like I'm. Again, I Aperol has always been a very hard thing for me. I know that it had a huge. Uh, moment where everyone was drinking it. My issue f- with it was like it was hard to always have the ingredients to make it at home. Like to always know that I had, I had a bottle of sparkling wine and a bottle of sparkling water and like I just like eh. <laughs> there's three ingredients. Yeah, but like then I open the sparkling <laughs> wine and like what if I only have one or two glasses and then like I'm not gonna have it till the next weekend or okay, whatever. That's and fair. Then the sparkling wine is flat, flat and <laughs> you know just so I like to order it out. I mean, I guess like the first summer in COVID. Mm-hmm. I had like a daiquiri summer. Oh, sure. Yeah, I, I made like this. a ton of daiquiris. <laughs> Zach remembers. Yeah. A ton of, I'd say that's probably my, the closest thing I had to like, this was, a, a, I had a phase, mm-hmm. a summer phase. But you know, there's a phase that a lot of people have or used to have, which was Shandy's. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, like, I feel like we don't hear about Shandy's that much anymore. Why do you both think that is? Well, for the record, I think shandies are still out there and people <laughs> still drink them and they have their summer shandy shandies. Um, I I think probably because of hard seltzer, um, but also I think IPAs and hazy IPAs and fruit sours also factor heavily into why those forerunners yeah. maybe, like your shandies and your Rattlers, are probably less popular now. Yeah, I think Joanna hit it. That like the that category came under pressure from two sides if you were the beer person and the beer was the part that you liked and you just wanted something a little fruitier and maybe a little lighter in the summer then you were going to gravitate towards fruited sours maybe hazy IPAs, things like that and if you were like i like carbonated fruit alcohol drinks you probably got swept up in you know the summer of white claw or whatever right like that was probably more your your vibe anyhow and the problem for um for a lot of these shandies and stuff like that is like they they can't really i don't know if they can compete in either camp super strong like if you're a beard aficionado and a diehard you're probably kind of already looking down your nose at a shandy and right. if you're someone who like considers calorie count you know a shandy is going to come in a lot higher than most hard seltzers mm. yeah i you know i was never a shandy drinker i i don't know i feel like is it a midwest thing i feel I, like the only i don't I only know knew from uh, friends from the midwest yeah, like, i really love shandies i didn't get I wasn't aware of them until they had like, I don't know, seven, eight summers ago. They had like their push with like, what's the big one? That was like lion kugels. Lion kugels, yeah. Yep. I and I'd never Which is a heard Wisconsin of Wisconsin brand. To Joanna's point. Ah, okay. Yeah. So like, so you, I mean, obviously your wife is from Wisconsin, so I have but, been to the Lion Kugels Brewery. In fact, <laughs> <laughs> but like, were they big out west? You know what's interesting is there were definitely a couple of of breweries out here that were pushing shandies, and I think. Where I first encountered them was like actually in restaurants and they were became they they had this period of time um, like among staff, I would say like, yeah, about a decade ago where like the drink after work at the bar was like uh, was a shandy was like, like a, a homemade know, shandy. A light, yeah, like a light beer and lemonade. And it was like, you know, it's hot out. Um, you know, you finished work, you're probably like sweaty, you're a little dehydrated and like the the beer and the lemonade are both good at kind of rehydrating you, getting you some electrolytes and things like that. But also you could have a few of them because you're cutting it with 
with lemonade. So it's, you know, half essentially mm-hmm. the booze, or maybe you're not going half, half, maybe you're going three quarters, one quarter or something, but you're still, you know, you're getting, this, you know, similar volume, but a little less alcohol. And I think that's kind of like where they're at their best is as a, like a refreshing lower ABV, like, mm-hmm. you know, again, three, 4%, something like that, something that's very sessionable. But I think that the problem is like, as we've talked about in other ways on this podcast, it's a it's a product that like I think when it's done right and when it's made kind of from scratch sort of or you 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 know you're not really like getting a prepackaged version I think it can be delicious but the problem is like to make it work in a packaged format it just the the lemonade component always suffers I feel like right. it just isn't very good and so now you're ending up with this kind of like you know either not tart enough like not refreshing or just kind of like flabby uninteresting drink that has like does it's not beer it's not kind of crisp and refreshing because it's got something sweet added to it but nor is it refreshing and acidic and bracing the way that like a good lemonade or lemonade based shandy could be so that to me has always been the issue with them as a sort of packaged product but isn't it interesting though like this this lemonade trend we've been seeing the last couple of years like aren't these lemonade line extensions just shandies by another name mm-hmm. I think so I think what we're seeing is that what's really popular in the US is lemonade right alcoholic lemonade like I think you know we've seen this in our data set for for years that people really love lemonade uh, and alcoholic lemonade mm-hmm. and you know I think the other cocktails could learn from this too, right? Like how do you sort of do that lemon forward style? Like mm-hmm. I, man, like an alcoholic Arnold Palmer would crush, but I think, you know, yeah, the John Daly, the John Daly. Yeah. <laughs> I love a John Daly. Uh, but I'm talking about like, like a, just a, someone who creates like their own brand almost, right? Sure. Like someone should just make like a bottled RTD John Daly. I bet that would crush. I mean, John Daly exists. probably could use the money. So, Oh, I'm sure he could. Dude, hey, if you make an alcoholic John Daly in an RTD form, send it to us. <laughs> but I also do wonder if part of the issue is what we've always said about, um, you know, acid when it comes to canning. It's really hard to do well because, you know, everyone I've talked to who makes RTDs, et cetera, and uses acid says that some, you have to, it, there is like a very fine line you walk between the level of acidity and the corrosion inside the can. <laughs> Right, which is crazy, right? So we can start eating the lining, which you don't want. And two, if you get the acid right, there's only a like what is it, ninety days or something? People have told me where like it actually tastes really good with the fresh juice, and after that, it kind of like starts to get really bitter and sour and like not bright, refreshing acidity. It's more like sour, gross acidity, and you don't want that either. So I think it's it's really hard to pull off. Whereas you know, around the world where they make Radler shandies, et cetera, as you said, Zach, their usage is here's some fresh lemonade, here's a beer, we're going to go half and half into the glass, enjoy. Yeah. And that's why people love them. And so I, I think it's just, it's harder to pull off. Whereas with the seltzer, right, it's like watermelon flavor. This is yeah. good. You know, and people don't care as much about, you know, does this taste like actually beer with lemonade? Well, right. and it's the double-edged sword of everyone's incredible familiarity with what lemonade tastes like, right? Yeah. It's an incredibly sellable uh, concept and a sellable flavor, but it's also extremely recognizable to people. And if it doesn't come off, like I'm very curious, we have not tried, at least I have not tried. I don't, have you guys tried the Simply Spiked Lemonade? No, it's upstairs. No, in the it is upstairs in the refrigerator. fridge. Okay. Oh, well, oh yes, ep- yes, it is. For a future episode, we'll do that because I'm fascinated to see if that has a believable lemonade flavor. I would tend to imagine it kind of has to, um, to be, to be a product they put their name on, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm so curious. Well, we have a, so, you know, I, I don't know if the shanty's ever going to come back in a big way anymore, 
but we have a brand that's at least trying to bring the shandy <laughs> back sitting here in front of us. Uh, do you want to tell us what we have in front of us? So we have some Natural Light Natter Days Red, White, and Blueberry Lemonade oh. beer. It's light beer with natural flavor. Natter Days. Light lager with natural flavor. First of all, any of you guys are Natter Light drinker? <laughs> a shitload of flamingos. I mean, it looks like it looks like um what I think Floridians think America looks like, <laughs> <laughs> or what Americans think Florida looks like. I don't know. I'm confused. B- I think both. <laughs> All you need is like a gator coming out of the water, and, it's like, and we're good to go. Yeah. Um. What I mean, either of you, first of all, natural light drinkers ever. In high school, who's, who's yeah? Bit. In high school, yeah. In college, come on, drink responsibly. I wouldn't ever. I wouldn't ever buy it, but if it was there, you know, yeah, at a keg party, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the last time I had natural light. Natty light. Oh my gosh! Okay, hold I on. I mean, it smells like. Okay, you know what it smells, it smells like? like? Blueberry. It smells like blueberry the blueberry lemon from a bomb pop. Yes, love a bomb pop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the, the red, rocket? white, and blue mm-hmm. rocket pop. Yeah. Oh Those, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I it smells you. like. The second you smell it, is like that blue yeah. lemonade, raspberry, whatever. Are that's you hearing what it the like. ice cream truck music in your head right now? <laughs> oh, dude, there's one that parks outside of my apartment because we're by the park. <laughs> every right there. Every evening, and then Saturday is it Mister Softy or something? All else? day long. Oh, no. Um. It's not a Mr. Softy. It's called because oh, like I miss Mr. Softy. That was a, that was great. a New York classic. This one's called like Brooklyn ice cream. But there's something <laughs> oh, where it's God. like, not only does it have music, but then they is go, it like horse yay! drawn or something? Yay! <laughs> and like clapping and yays, and then oh, it plays no. the music again. And you're just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it, man. But like, you, people know you're there. Yeah, you know, they can see you. <laughs> like, you don't need the music. You're parked. <laughs> Okay, so smells pretty good. Let's try it. Yeah, it smells pretty good. Wow, that is, I have to say this, it is subtler than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's not as sweet as I thought it would be. be. It's not as in my face. I just kind of assumed it would be like, I mean, given the can, I was like expecting to get, you know, kicked in the teeth with blueberry lemonade flavor, but it's like, you know, more like just a gentle tap. It's got that like perfumey flavored aftertaste to it but yeah. it's not like overwhelmingly bitter or anything i think it it does still channel the natty light but like it has that of it. rocket bomb pop flavor <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know what else it doesn't have the aspartame nope. aftertaste no, that seltzer has because it's not that sweet no and it's not trying it's not actually this sweet. is pretty good yeah it's it's not bad <laughs> i i will be honest they sent me 12 and i originally thought i would drink point two of the 12 but um i might actually drink a couple of these over the course of the summer i don't think it's impossible to imagine that i mean like this is like this is like what my dad would call like a lawn mowing beer you know this is like a really hot day yeah like this is they did the flavor really well 4.2 percent alcohol 133 calories that's not too bad no no come on it's a it's a light beer what do you want from it and you can still bro out with this you know yeah all you need is uh, what are the bros wearing now? Jumpsuits. What? Yeah, it wasn't there like a whole movement where like the bros were wearing uh, rompers. Oh, Aren't they all wearing like like romper shorts now, bros? Oh dear. Like hanging out, yeah, man. <laughs> like overalls? Like, yeah, no, like you know, shorts. Like a whole uh, like romper. a traditional romper. Like a romper, yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah, do it like after the kind they, my daughter wears. Yeah, after <laughs> after P ninety X. Or like, what is the other thing? Uh, that's P ninety X, right? 
Is this a workout thing? Yeah, what is, like, isn't it P90X? CrossFit? CrossFit, after CrossFit. <laughs> I think P90X is like a brand of CrossFit. <laughs> it's some sort of I workout Just plan. crush, a, crush a, free, a few natter days. And then you just crush it on your forehead, and, you know, it's the best. I mean, <laughs> we're, I'm making fun of it too much. It's actually not. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, good job, Nat, Nat, Natty Light. Wow. Natural Light? Sorry. And, and Heiser Bush, do you think yeah, perhaps. Do, do you think that they're offended if you if you call them natural? It's like, it's like, you're mad at them when you call them natural light. You know, like they know they've done something Formal wrong. Formal <laughs> They need a middle name just so I can go full dad on them. It's just like, oh, natural light. What'd you do today? Yeah. Pretty well, good. obviously we're having too much fun. Yeah. Um, it's a Friday. What do people want? Yeah, but I, I'm telling you, I would, uh, if someone brought this to my house or like to a picnic, I would have one. Yeah. Good to know. Don't you dare. <laughs> and, a, pool, uh, a pool party? Something like yeah. that. And, yeah. And, uh, mm. With that, I encourage all of you to go out and try a natter day. And uh, Joanna and Zach, talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Sounds great. Thanks so much for listening to the Vine Pair Podcast. If you love this show as much as we love making it, then please leave us a rating or review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. It really helps everyone else discover the show. Now for the credits. VinePair is produced and recorded in New York City and Seattle, Washington by myself and Zach Jabal, who does all the editing and loves to get the credit. Also, I would love to give a special shout out to my VinePair co-founder, Josh Mallon, for helping me make all this possible, and also to Keith Beavers, VinePair's tasting director, who is additionally a producer on this show. I also want to, of course, thank every other member of the VinePair team who are instrumental in all of the ideas that go into making this show every week. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again.